I'm Victoria Doherty, and welcome to the cold. Cold is the way revenge is best served, the way a war was fought, and the way a story should be told. And here in the cold, it is also for our intents and purposes, it is the Storyteller's Church, where we endeavor to, to talk about story, break it apart, put it back together, understand the stories that we tell and the ones that affect us in our lives and set us on a course sometimes. Um, you know, from the times when time when we are very, very young and we maybe read our first Hans Christian Andersen tale or something, or, or just even simpler than that, Good Night Moon. Um, this week, I'm doing a lot of thinking about um, about our own personal stories. And I guess it's because, you know, Christmas has me thinking about this. Um, I've been thinking a lot about the spirit of Christmas, especially as we're going full throttle now into these remaining days before, you know, the big holiday, um, when we're still running from shop to shop for our hardest shop for relatives and scanning the Epicurean websites for the perfect beef Wellington recipe and ogling the lights and the festive decor with childlike mirth. Um, I, I just get caught up in it. You know, I get caught up in this holiday blitz as much as anyone. And, you know, it, I mean, it's at this time of year that, you know, I take research breaks during my work day to search for screwball Santa photos that I can share with my readers on social media, for instance, because, you know, that's very important. I have to take a break to do that. Um, it's, you know, purely altruistic exercise, of course. Um, even if I do it while playing the soundtrack to a Charlie Brown Christmas, right? I just, um, I lean into this shameless manipulation of my emotions and I do it shamelessly. Um, I even don't mind the sort of shameless commercial <laughs> enterprises that do this because there's just little that's beneath me in this regard. The more schmaltzy the display, the better. Um, I only draw the line at Christmas sweaters, but mm, not always. It kind of depends on the sweater. But occasionally, as I'm reading the paper or scrolling through social media, I, I come upon a truly humbling reminder that the true spirit of the holiday isn't about how it makes me feel. It's about birth and renewal, giving to others, and leaving a legacy. You know, I came upon this obituary. I mean, I think it's several years old now, but I just loved it and I kept it. It's um, the obituary of a woman named Ida Salome. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, who died at the age of 100. And I won't read you the entire obituary because it's really quite long, but I'll read you the really important part, the end. And um, I'll preface it by saying that she was a Holocaust survivor. It says, she eventually was taken in by a Polish farmer where she worked and hid, and where she met her future husband. Arriving in New York, she taught herself English in addition to the six other languages she already spoke. 
Her gifts extended to cooking and gardening, but most of all, she will be remembered for her gift of immense love and devotion to her family. Gifts can be made to the Anti-Defamation League or the UJA's Community Initiative for Holocaust Survivors in her honor. Now, maybe it seems a little maudlin to be thinking about how we want to be remembered at this time of year when we're all celebrating and being joyous and enjoying our families. The very nature of endeavoring to leave a legacy implies we won't be around to bask in it one day. So at this point, you might be thinking, okay, come on, can we get back to the kooky Santa photos, please, and the Charlie Brown Christmas stuff? But, you know, as we look back, as I look back, you know, on, on these years of COVID, mortality has felt closer than usual. Like a lot of people, I've had some really stark reminders that not everyone who becomes gravely ill or dies is loved and mourned with the same energy and devotion as, say, the woman in the obituary that I just read. Not every soul gets the weepy stories and the gushing toasts or the picture that gets pride of place on the mantle. But deep in our hearts, even the grumpiest of us, with the most flagrant bah humbug postures, hope to. We dream of being missed, cried over, reminisced about, and eulogized. We want to remember others as having mattered, and we want to be remembered as having mattered, if not to humanity at large, then at least to the humans in our lives. So I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about that both professionally and personally of how to bring people in my life closer and how to bring readers who are also people in my life closer because I think that it's 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 both and it matters. So in that spirit, um, I would like to humbly make some suggestions for getting the Christmas spirit right this year. Um, I've collected these from experience and I've tried every single one of them myself. And I can say with complete confidence that even putting some of these directives into play has brought people closer to me. Um, I suspect they're a solid first step towards rebuilding relationships we may have lost too, although I don't have any personal data on that. Regardless, I think these are sure to make you feel good and that alone makes them worth a try. So here goes. Let's go out of our way. I want to catch myself whenever um, I am with my family or a friend 
and thinking, I don't have time for this, to stop and say, yes, I do. Um, and I want to do that for professional colleagues as well, people who reach out and, you know, in a, in a writer's group or anything and are saying, does anyone know of where I can find an editor or where I, I can promote my audiobook or whatever, and to, to, to take the time to share my knowledge and to share how I feel in my heart and, and how I want to care for others. The second is to forgive, and this one's hard. I don't think I'm going to elaborate on it because it's, it's, it's something that I think we all understand. We all understand the challenges of it. We all understand how important it is. And we all have tried to commit to it at various times in our lives and succeeded sometimes and probably failed more often than not. The third is to reach out to someone who's lonely. And the last is to examine our own foibles. And then there are the little things that I think make life just worth living and they're fun and they give as much as they get and are really easy to do. And so that's, you know, sharing dog pictures, making jokes, cracking open those hard, big books we've been meaning to read. That one's a little hard. Uh, getting off our phones. That one's really hard. Having long conversations. Baking cookies. Learning a new skill just for the sake of learning it. Taking a chance. saying something that takes real courage, emotional courage. Trying to truly understand the other side of an argument. And we should cuddle. We should romance our partners. Resist the urge to tell the easy lie and give ourselves permission to rest. These are incredibly personal and creative endeavors, all of them. They create stories of love and friendship in our personal lives and they enrich the stories we endeavor to tell, whether we do so as artists and writers or just as human beings. So I just want to ask finally, as, as we uh, wind up this week, if you do all of these things, or at least most of them, or at least try one of them, any of the above, Will you please reach out to me and tell me how it went? My, um, I will leave my email in the show notes. So, um, you know, it'll be easy peasy to get in touch with me. 
And until next time, um, I think next time we still we will still have a couple of days before the the Christmas holiday, but Hanukkah will have surely started. So happy holidays and stay cold, my friends.